this is Lizzie before the podcast starts. Um, it's a little bit rambly in the beginning, like usual, but if you want to skip ahead to the topic for the day, skip ahead to about three minutes, 55 seconds-ish, and that's that's where the topic starts, um, if you want to skip all the ramble. All right, back to the podcast. Hello, welcome to Happy Food, where it's not just about the food, it's about the soul. Welcome to this here podcast. I'm the host, Lizzie. You can find me on Instagram at NotSoLazyLizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I-E. Again, NotSoLazyLizzie. Hopefully, I feel like I say this every time I need to stop saying it. Hopefully the sound sounds okay. I did find my headphones that my daughter had. um, Well, she likes to play with them a lot, so she's playing with them all the time, but she hid them, I don't think on purpose, Um, but I found them in one of the drawers in our kitchen that she loves to play in. Um, so I'm glad I found my regular recording equipment and headphones and all that stuff. So hopefully it sounds normal. Um, yeah, welcome to today. I feel like probably many of you feel the after holiday fog. We're almost to New Year's here. You know, it's New Year's Eve today and I am trying to get back in the swing of things. I was so lucky. Uh, My wife was able to take last week off for Christmas, um, which is what we celebrate in our family. And it was just so nice to have her here. It was nice to have her home. It was nice to have her, you know, help with the kids during the day. And and we just got to spend a lot of really good quality time together. And she's back at work this week and I'm sad, um, but happy to be getting back in our regular routine. I think there's kind of this like, whew, after the holidays, you know, where, and you know, it's resolution time and everybody hops back on their health train. Um, but I think beside all that, because obviously, or maybe not obviously, if this is your first time tuning in, I choose not to partake in dieting. Um, I don't think it's working for my life and it's not something I'm going to choose to continue to do. Um, I'm on a journey of intuitive eating and body acceptance and really deep diving into that journey here on this platform. Um, but New Year's is kind of that time when everybody makes their resolutions and all of that sort of thing. Um, and personally, I think it is nice after the holidays because it is this big time of kind of overconsumption in every area. Like, you know, we get in, me personally, I get in this mind frame of, wanting to just buy stuff. Like I want to go buy the new clothes that I want. I want to go buy this. I'm going to go buy that. Um, I really get in that mind frame of getting things and giving things. I love to give stuff. Um, so it's good. I think after the holidays to kind of rein yourself, I need to rein myself back in, cut down on my spending, start cooking at home again. Um, really just get back into our regular routine of life. I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm ready. I'm tired. You know, we have several children. Um, so Christmas was a big to do this year and we were, we got to relax, but we were pretty much going, um, a few days before Christmas, a few days after, uh, cleaned the house several times. So yeah, jumping into today's topic, um, Wow, I'm so out of it. I just, I looked down at the, when I record, I can see how long I've been recording and I looked at the time and I just forgot what was happening. Okay, here we go. Jumping in to today's topic. 
So today's topic, I think it's cliche, but I wanted to do it. Um, I'm not gonna be doing a list of resolutions, um, although I might, I don't know. I think I every year, I, I some years I'm like, yes, I have a resolution for the year, or sometimes I'm like, no, no resolutions, I'm anti-resolution. Um, but I did make a list of things that I'm going to be leaving in 2019. Um, things that I'm gonna make an effort to like tidbits to take with me into 2020 things i'm not going to take with me so here we go it's not a it's not a super long list we'll we'll see how this goes so the first thing i'm leaving in 2019 which i really could say i left in 2018 um is dieting i i would say 2019 has been an experiment for me and figuring out um, am I really committed to leaving dieting in my past? Am I really committed to not dieting anymore? Um, do I think that it's working for my life, for my mental health, for my, for my health health? Um, and yeah, I do. I really like not being on a diet. I think I'm going to continue that. I think at the beginning of 2019, I, I, I did start the year. Yeah, I was on keto for the month of January. And then by the end of January, I really crashed and burned. I was like, I can't eat another piece of hamburger for a long time. I don't, you know, I very much, um, I'm so happy that I found intuitive eating and that I made a commitment to figuring that out. And I'm still figuring it out. But so the first thing I'm leaving in 2019 and I will continue to leave behind is um, the act of participating in a diet which you know is restricting your eating and cutting out certain foods and only allowing certain foods. I mean, there's so much that falls under the umbrella of dieting. Obviously, like your diet really by definition is just what you eat. Um, I know the way that I speak about the word dieting, I, I probably give it a lot more power than it deserves, um, but I think that's kind of the best way to communicate a, a word that a lot of people are gonna understand and identify with um, when we talk about the act of dieting or I'm not gonna participate in restrictive dieting. Um, that doesn't mean that I don't wanna focus on my health. I think that is something that I will take into 2020 is how do I balance the way that I need to do intuitive eating with ensuring that I'm honoring my health by giving my body the fuel that it does need to kind of operate optimally. Because obviously, I don't think my body operates the best it's ever been when all I eat is Oreos. But what I've learned this year is that I really can trust my body to make those kinds of decisions that I'm not gonna eat too many Oreos. It's gonna be fine. Um, and I really have had kind of this, this is funny, this weight lifted off my shoulders, which is funny because I've, I've gained a substantial amount of weight this year. Um, but somehow I feel, I feel lighter, I feel freer because this pressing anxiety about what I'm going to eat and what I should allow myself to eat has really dissipated. And I feel like that has given me the space, kind of the mental space to think about everything else in my life when it comes to being a partner, um, a parent, um, uh, keeping my house and all the other projects that I do. I, you know, I, I write, I do this podcast, I do some other stuff just to keep my brain um, learning and, and, and moving forward. So that's kind of where I'm coming into 2020 with my um, view of what my diet's gonna look like. Um, you know, take that with what you will. If you're not in a place where you're ready to say, 
I'm not going to diet anymore. That's fine. I'm not telling you what to do. Um, I think that, that our relationship with food, um, is each of our own journey. I think it's each of our own responsibility to navigate that and to um, filter through the, the tools at our disposal and figure out what makes us feel best and like our best self and our freest self. I don't know why my phone, my phone is vibrating even though I turned it off. Okay, moving on. Number two, another thing I'm really wanting to leave in 2019 is talking about weight loss as an achievement. Weight loss to me should not be an achievement. And and I even feel weird saying that because I was so raised in like, when you see someone that's lost a bunch of weight being like, oh my God, you look amazing. How did you do it? That's wonderful. Good for you. And, and that is hard because there's some part of my brain that still does put merit on that of somebody that, you know, we kind of view as quote unquote, they took control of their lives, right? Because we see... Uh, food and, and the size of our bodies as a correlation between like, discipline and being able to control yourself. Um, but that's not a good mindset, in my opinion, for me, for my life. Um, so I'm really going to keep making the effort to not put such a positive light on weight loss and to not congratulate somebody for losing weight. I'm all about having a conversation with somebody that is like, Hey, I'm really glad that you have, have come to a place where you're happy, where you feel healthy. Um, but the last thing that I personally want to do is be praising weight loss. And that is something that has been a little bit easier in theory than in practice. Because I do feel like that is something that for whatever reason, I'm so trained to notice and comment on. Um, and, and I want to stop doing that. So that's something I'm leaving in 2019. Um, oh, this is a good one. Number three. I am leaving my thin clothes or my skinny clothes in 2019. The things in the back of my closet that I'm just waiting to fit into that I haven't fit into since I was 17 years old and a size four or whatever. I think I was a four or six. I don't know the last time I was a four. I think I was a six at like my smallest, which is funny because I'm only like a 10, 12 now. It's not that much of a size difference. Um, I mean, it, it, it's just funny the way clothes sizing works, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm so out of it today. I feel like I say this every time I sit down to report to record a podcast. Okay, we're doing it. I am leaving my skinny clothes in 2019. Um, I'm not holding on to stuff that I'm waiting to fit into. I'm buying clothes that fit my body. I'll maybe keep a size down and a size up because we do fluctuate and that is okay. You know, you need a range of clothes um, you know, as the summer comes and we come out of hibernation and we start to move more, of course, yeah, I'm going to slim down a little bit. And as we go back into winter, I'll fluff up a little bit. Um, so obviously I'm not going to get rid of clothes that like, oh, they're a little snug right now, or, oh, I'm um, drowning in that just a little bit. But like I had this pair of shorts for years. Oh my, since I was 16 years old, I kept this pair of shorts and I didn't even fit in them when I was 16 years old. There were these board shorts my mom got me and I thought that they were just the cutest thing in the whole entire world. And I was like, someday I will fit into these shorts and I've held on to them since then. Well, I don't have them anymore. I did get rid of them. Um, probably about six months ago, it was a really big victory for me to get rid of those clothes 
and say, no more. These shorts never fit. They didn't fit when I bought them, when I was a 16, or when my mom bought them when I was 16. But they were always my goal shorts. Whenever I would start a diet or um, I think when I was at my thinnest, when I, when I was um, eating vegan and it was not necessarily the healthiest, and I've talked about that, I have an episode about it, they still didn't even fit. And I look back at those pictures and I was very slim and these shorts still didn't fit. I'm rambling about a stupid pair of shorts, but it was a huge, it was a huge accomplishment for me to let go of that, to let go of the goal of fitting into these shorts that I, and I really had for a long time built it up in my mind. Once I fit in those shorts, I will have achieved something. I will have achieved a goal. I will be worth something. I will show that I have discipline while you know what, I can show that I have discipline without fitting into shorts that never fit me to begin with. I can show discipline by showing up and recording this podcast every week. I can show discipline by writing writing that story that I've been saying I wanted to write for six months, but don't sit down and do the work. Taking my energy away from my clothes and just going to the store and buying an article of clothing that fits. And yes, I understand that it, that is a privileged thing to say. You know, I can't afford to oftentimes when I need, when I need a new pair of pants, I, you know, I can go out and get those fairly quickly from the time that I need them. And that is a privilege that I can afford to do that. And I understand not everybody can afford to do that. So I encourage you to take what I say with a grain of salt and, and make, you know, whatever, resonates with you, um, incorporate it into your life in the way that you see, see best fit for you. But getting rid of clothes that I was waiting to fit into has been so freeing to be able to do other things with my time rather than sit around and mope about the fact that I can't lose enough weight to fit into these goddamn shorts, um, has been really positive. So, and, and it's funny cause there were so many things I got rid of and there are now, there's still, to this day, there are things in the back of my closet that I'm like, well, I'm going to hang on to it because, I don't know, maybe someday, right? And I don't think that's bad. I don't think it's evil. But for me, I think it's, I think it's healing to let go of that and to be like, you know what? We're good. This doesn't need to be a goal of mine. I don't need to prioritize this in my life. Um, so the next one, okay, now we're kind of moving away from like diet culture, uh, intuitive eating. This is just kind of some other, this is the whatever I want part of the podcast that doesn't really appear very often. Um, something I'm leaving in 2019 is, and this might be controversial right now because we do have an election coming up, but I'm going to leave arguing about politics in 2019. If somebody wants to sit down with me and have a genuine discussion and talk about it, sure, that's fine. If you want to know my political views, sure, that's fine. Uh, with people I know, I don't really just shove those out on the internet. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty democratic. Um, and I think, I feel like that's, that can be very fairly clear for if, if you know me, if you know my social medias, whatever, but I'm, I'm not going to sit, I'm not going to have arguments with people. And I've kind of already incorporated this kind of in late 2019. Um, there are family members that sometimes want to get into it. And I just, and now I just say, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to talk about it. Because I just think, like, it's not worth it to me to, to one, um, debate about something that we're not going to agree on, point blank, period. There are some people you're just not going to agree. Like, you have different opinions. Two, I'm not going to ruin, a, like, a family gathering over talking about politics. 
because you believe what you believe and I believe what I believe. If you genuinely want to have a conversation and you and we both have an open mind to hear each other, that's a great, that can be a great discourse, but I'm done arguing about it. I'm tired. I don't want to do it. I'm not arguing and I'm just going to set, and that's a part of, I think me having the autonomy to set boundaries. So, so maybe that's a good takeaway from it is don't be afraid to set boundaries. A huge boundary I set in 2019 was my family schedule. Um, when somebody wanted to schedule with me and we have a lot of things that we have to schedule. We uh, more than a lot of people, um, we have a lot going on and people will call me and try to schedule something like for the next day. And I kind of started setting the boundary of like, Hey, I need you to call me about a week in advance if you want to get on the calendar um, because I only ha- I only schedule so many appointments a week and that's all we're going to do. And if you don't make the cut, you don't make the cut and you're going to have to wait. And that was really hard for me because I was really afraid to make people upset with me. But to be able to set the boundary and say, this is what works for me and you're going to have to take that and fit it into what works with you and we're going to have to come to a compromise here uh, was really empowering. So for me, it's kind of the same thing with this conversation surrounding politics because these conversations can get really nasty um, and I'm just making the choice to set the boundary that I'm not going to engage in nasty conversations that um, they're not, they're not doing anything. They're not, they're not making anybody feel better or more peace or feel more right. Um, So I'm leaving that in 2019. Let's see. Okay. Number five. I'm done believing anything I see on Pinterest. And I don't know if this is like a stay-at-home parent thing or I don't know what it is. But I've had this thing forever that I see these fun activities. And I know so many people identify with this. And I'm just like, I'm not that crafty person. I try and like I'm really working on something my wife got me for Christmas is this like lettering set, like hand lettering, how people will draw words really pretty and I'm trying to get better with my handwriting but like I'm just not artsy like that like my hand shakes like a chihuahua when I'm trying to write or paint my nails I can't decorate a cookie like I can follow a recipe pretty darn decently but like I'm done seeing something on Pinterest and believing that I'm going to be able to recreate it or like a hack like no I'm not doing it I'm not believing it I'm moving on uh number six Something I'm leaving in 2019 personally, I don't know if my whole family is, but I'm leaving meal prepping in 2019. I'm not doing it. I'm not dedicating a Sunday, which to be honest, this is funny because if my wife did listen to this, she would say, Lizzie, you don't even meal prep anyway. But in my head, I want to, and I want to believe that it's the best thing to do. Um, But I'm just not that person. I don't know that like when I cook something that I'm going to want to eat it and it ends up with like wasting food. So it is really hard for me to plan a menu because it might be that night to make that dinner and I'm like, that's not what I want. So we'll juggle those around, but like I'm done meal prepping. I'm not making like a week's worth of dinners on one day. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to stick to that one, but in theory, like I think what I'm going to leave behind is like the pressure to meal prep. I think if I get a wild hair and I want to make a big thing of chili or whatever and throw it in the freezer, that's great. But like I put this pressure on myself that like we really should be meal prepping. So like we're prepared because we have a busy life, not, not really for health reasons, but just to be ahead of the game. Um, and that's just not like a pressure I need to put on myself. Um, okay. Number seven, I 
so this one might take a little bit of backstory, but I'll read what I wrote down. So I'm leaving behind in 2019, acting like I don't have to write stuff down to remember it. Um, <clears throat> something that I know about myself, and if you know me personally, you know about me, is that like my mind is not a steel trap. It is like an open door. It's like one in one ear and out the other. I, I have um, short-term memory issues from some brain injuries that I had as a um, teenager. So I, I genuinely have memory problems and I've worked really hard on them and they've kind of, I think, they've it's gotten as good as it's gonna get, which is not great. If you tell me, if we schedule something for like the next day, if I don't write it down, I will forget that conversation even happened. Um, and I know like a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I forget everything. No, like I really genuinely, memories just disappear. Like complete memories are just gone. And my wife will be like, remember we had that conversation about that thing. And, and she knows it about me. She'll tell me, she's like, write that down, put it in your phone, like put it on something right now. Cause you're going to forget. And I'll be like, no, I'm going to remember. No, I never remember like 10 out of 10 times. I don't remember. I have to write stuff down. And that's something that with <clears throat> how busy our life is, how busy our kids are, we, I have to write stuff down because I, I run so much of the schedule. Sorry, I needed some water. My throat is dry. Um, <clears throat> I've been doing a lot of talking this past week with Christmas. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I have to write stuff down. Um, the f final thing I have written down here is I'm leaving behind in 2019 is the fear that I have of cooking without a recipe. Um, and this is funny because so I worked on this list like last week. This is not a list I wrote today, but I, I proofed it today and I kind of tweaked it and made some changes. But when I wrote this one, fear of cooking without a recipe, um, basically the next day I did make a pot of chili pretty much without a recipe. And tragically, like it didn't turn out right. I, I added like too much liquid and it was weird and I should have thrown some like quinoa in there or something. Um, the flavor was fine, but like the consistency, I don't, I don't know what it was. It was some sort of chili broth soup. I don't, it was, it was not great. So it kind of shook my confidence a little bit. Um, so I think maybe what I'll start with is taking a recipe and feeling free to tweak it. Um, so I kind of get the, the base, the mechanics of like, this has to be in the recipe. And obviously like enchiladas I can make without a recipe or casseroles. There's different things that I don't need a recipe for it, but I would just love to get more comfortable in the kitchen to get to a place where like I can kind of look at ingredients in my fridge and just know kind of what to throw together. Um, I watch the Food Network a substantial amount, so hopefully I'm getting better. But I think I really value cooking at home. I think one, for our family, it saves money. Eating out gets really expensive really quick for us. And two, I found it's a really great way for me to connect with my food. It's a great way for me to honor the food that I'm consuming and say like, I picked you out, I prepared you, I cooked you or whatever, and now I'm gonna eat it. And it's really this like mind-body connection for me and that's really important and I need to keep doing that. So I would really like to get more comfortable in the kitchen. I guess that is kind of maybe a resolution um, more than what I'm leaving behind. Um, but with baking, I use a recipe. I follow it to the T because obviously that's a lot more science-y than cooking is. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. 
Hey, it's Editing Lizzie again. I just want to let you know from here on out in the podcast, it's pretty much a ramble about the new year. So if you don't want to listen to that, feel free to tap out now. So that is my list. That's pretty much all I have. Um, The other thing I was kind of thinking about that I, I wasn't sure kind of where to vent this, but this is a pretty good space to kind of express what I've been kind of thinking about with the new year coming. Um, I get a lot of weird feelings. I think, you know, I think we do this, or myself, this nostalgic kind of recap of the year, how we spent our year, what we're going to do differently next year, how we had really good intentions but fell off the rails of, of whatever it is. Fill in the blank. Fill in your blank. And I've been thinking about that. And a big thing, like so much of my 2019 has been taken up when I look back has been taken up by me focusing on my intuitive eating journey and it's funny because while going through the year it's not really I mean it's something I think about every day but I didn't I didn't think I would get to the new year and be like wow yeah that really played a huge role in my life but it did and I changed drastically throughout the year and I think something that I'd really like to see in my 2020 is that continue I'd like to get even better and even and I'd like to further understand my relationship with food. And I think I really just want to see more personal growth in myself. I think that's really exciting. Um, a big thing that has been different for me is I am now finally on an anxiety medication. And one that really does help. It's a it's a fairly low dose of a medication. But it I've really realized, wow, that was taking a huge part of my happiness and my ability to function in life and to function what I would consider like quote normally. Um, I think I was so busy trying to get through my anxiety that there wasn't a lot of time or room left for everything else. There wasn't a lot of time to fold the laundry because I was too anxious. And I know that sounds weird, but we all have our things that cause us anxiety. But I was, I was too anxious to get the house clean. I was too anxious to write. I was too anxious to put this podcast out there for a while and I was too anxious for this and that and and I was too anxious to to feel like I was being a good mom and to just spend time with my kids and my brain was just so clogged and, and I feel like I'm in a with a combination of working on myself and getting on the right medication um, I'm really excited for what the new year has to offer and I'm really excited to keep pushing and growing and I guess all of that to say is I hope the best for you and your new year, and I hope that you have an amazing 2020. I'm so excited, and I really want to get a flapper dress because we're in the roaring 20s again, and that is one of my favorite decades from the 1900s. Oh, Great Gatsby, one of my favorite books. Like, I'm so excited. I'm hoping that, you know, maybe my next, maybe my 25th birthday will be a roaring 20s birthday. Um, I think that's so fun whatever this is a silly rant but I hope that that whatever goals you make or don't make or whatever you're thinking about as you wrap up this year I hope they're positive things and I hope that you feel good about yourself and I hope that you continue to do the things that you need to do to take care of yourself um that's all I have for you this week I will see you next week just kidding I won't see you and you won't see me but you'll hear me maybe if you choose to listen but Happy 2019. I'm so glad this year is over. It's been such a banner year. I've had so many ups and so many downs, and I'm sure you have too. And I will see you next year. (laughs) Goodbye.